Now, live from the Blind Ninja Studios in Western Wisconsin, a show with no purpose. Hosted by experts at drinking, and they're almost definitely wearing pants. It's time for the Department of Offense. Welcome to episode 316 of the Department of Defense. I'm your host, Casey Dream. As always, it's Carlos. Yeah, yeah, I'm here. And Matt. Hey. And Pete. And Gordon. How's it going? And murderer of Hemingway, Justin. Dog. Oh, so many Hemingway articles have popped up on my computer in the last week as sponsored ads. And I'm like, oh. <laughs> the FBI is like, he knows he's alive. They figured it out. Shit. All right. Uh, <laughs> I should probably pull up my notes. Oops. You just wing it. Just wing it. Well, I got to I got to make sure I get our patron names right. Uh, all right, so uh, I want to give a big shout out to our patrons, specifically our black belt patrons, Devin Stinson and Andy Thompson. Uh, if you'd like to be as awesome as them, head over to patreon.com slash studios. And Carlos, you were telling me the other day that because they're black belts, they have some sort of mystical power. What what, what was that that you were saying? Uh, well, that was on the down low, though. Like, I, I, that wasn't for you to share with everybody. Like, I, I didn't. That, that was a private thing, Casey. Oh, I don't I'm sorry. Well, but know that they have mystic powers that let them control the minds of others, to reach out, move objects with their minds. So and... they're essentially Jedi, is what you're saying. Yeah, but, but without any of the pesky share, restrictions. I, I didn't want you to tell everybody that. Oh, okay. Well, we'll we'll keep that just between us. Yeah. Oh, it's better. We'll keep it between us. All right. Sounds good. And everybody who's listening. <laughs> <laughs> so just us. Yeah, just us. That's fine. Uh... <laughs> So yeah, if you'd like to be as awesome as then head over to patreon.com slash studios and become a patron today. And if you're doing any Amazon shopping, you know you are, head over to blindnewstudios.com, click the Amazon link above your homepage. Do your Amazon shopping as normal, and it really helps us out because we get a kickback from Amazon. And fuck Bezos, right? Um, yeah, so that's 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 all I got for the top of the show shit. Carlos, what have you been up to this uh, past two weeks? Two weeks. Ooh, man, Two weeks. Wow, when you put it like that, it sounds like when I say I haven't done a whole lot, it sounds pretty bad. It yeah, it does. Pretty bad. Sounds, sounds pretty yeah. shit. You but anyways, yeah, that. I haven't done a whole lot. And uh, although uh, just a couple days ago, we started playing some uh, Sea of Thieves. Darn right we did. Fucking A. And that's been pretty amazing. Yeah. Uh, basically, uh, you can have up to four people in a game. Uh, you're all a pirate, and you have to try to manage the boat and go get treasure, and it's a lot of fun. I feel like four people would be perfect for the three people boat, and then yeah, exactly. five or more for the big boat. Because that you was need, a lot of work you guys were doing. It go, I think it, I think it only goes up to four people, and it's kind of a to, for four person boat. People basically have to know what they're what they're doing. Well, I feel in. I feel like they did like an n minus one, where n is the number of people you actually need, and they're like, ah, let's just let's just cut them off of the knees. Yeah, but so like played that last night, got a lot of treasure with Casey and Pete and uh, a couple other people, and it was, it was a blast. Otherwise, not a whole lot. Not a whole lot. All right. Uh, Matt, what have you been up to, man? Oh, geez. So much. Oh, no. I'm vacuuming my apartment, you know. Oh, geez. Uh, the whole geez, thing? Some dishes. I got three loads of laundry done. Uh, yeah, no, yeah, yeah. You have enough clothes to do three loads of laundry? 
Yeah, well, I just took it to the laundromat and it's done in like an hour and a half, oh, so that's okay. pretty nice. That's cool. Uh, but really, I've been yeah, I've been doing some yard work for people, helping out, taking trees and stuff and branches. I made helped Andy build a garden. That was pretty cool. Yeah, I've been staying busy. Awesome. Well, that's good. Staying busy is important. Watched all the Matrixes. That was pretty good. I'm sorry. I hadn't watched those in years. There's <laughs> only one that matters. Yeah, it was. It's been so long. I, I I hate Reloaded so much, but I watched it again for the first time in its entirety in like 10 years. And it was actually, I, I was like, ah, I'm pleasantly okay with it. But the first one is still the best. Well, Reloaded. I, 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 feel, I feel like they're... Uh, their subtitles for those movies are, are don't make any sense. Subtitles? What subtitles? Like, like so, The Matrix, colon, Reloaded. Oh, 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 I get you. I thought you meant, like, some foreign language subtitles. And I was like, <laughs> I don't really think anybody well, speaks a foreign language. Well, maybe they didn't, they, maybe cut, they cut off the movie, but, like, The Matrix crashed, and they had to uh, load it, boot it up again. Well, then it would be The Matrix rebooted. Yeah, but it's not a reboot. Which so that, that would just make everybody really confused. We don't want to confuse the people right watching now. The Matrix. We can't confuse the people watching The Matrix. That would, you know, so confused with with The Matrix. You know how uh, everyone or like the the conceit of The Matrix was life was perfect in the '90s, and we just wanted to capture that moment and never leave it. And actually, the the final I feel like uh, the final life has kind of made that happen. <laughs> Minus the whole world you know? taken over by gigantic. Although, did you hear about what the uh, the third movie was originally going to be called? It was going to be called the Remastered, uh, where they were just uh, where they just pushed the latest version of Matrix uh, just to get push of that and merged it. And uh, but it was going to confuse everybody calling it the Remastered because they thought like, oh, this is just the Matrix, like just the graphics updated. No, we're going to move on from that one, Carlos. Yep, yep. (laughs) (laughs) All right, Gordon, you were going to say something about the terrible Matrix movies. No, I was just wondering if Reloaded is where it takes, what's her name, the one chick, like 20 minutes to die when she's got 100 pieces of rebar sticking through her? No, that's Revelations. That's like the end scene of that one. But she does die in the second one by getting that shot through her chest in like a 20-minute scene of her falling and shooting guns. But then Jesus brings her back. I mean, Neo brings her back, right? Yeah, Jesus flies in and swoops her and picks her up so she doesn't slam out of the car and then magically puts his hand in. Yeah, well, he would have have gotten there earlier, but he had to flip some tables over and some temples. Sure. (laughs) All right. Uh, Pete, man, what have you been up to? Oh, let's see. Uh, We went camping in your backyard. Sure fucking did. That was a great time. That was cool. Uh, busted long longboard out the other day. It's been chilly, crappy last couple days. Uh, I've been playing my synth and guitar a little bit. Been playing Sea of Thieves with you guys. Oh boy, uh, I've been eating food. Um, working. What's the best thing you've eaten, Pete? The best thing? Oh yeah, Dragon Pro the other day. Fuck they were yeah. They're closed for a month, and uh, now we're able to get some. So that was pretty good. Dragon Pro is great. Trying to think other than that, yeah, no, just regular shit. All right. Gordon, what have you been up to, man? Besides uh, thinking that it's uh, April. <laughs> Thanks, COVID. <laughs> forget what month it is. That's a symptom. <laughs> I mean, you already didn't um, have any taste, but I mean, memory's <laughs> not an issue. <laughs> memory's perfect. It's my recall. It's not so good. 
Your what? Got a finally got my new phone in the mail Friday, and mine was taking a bit of a crapshoot, and it wasn't liking to send texts or calls all the time, and or connect to Wi-Fi, and that, that's kind of the highlight. And this morning went down, or the, yesterday went down to Hudson, spent time with parents for Mother's Day and shit. We had uh, lemon blueberry chiffon Belgian waffles, fucking awesome. What is a chiffon waffle? I have no idea. Isn't that what you used to polish glasses? Probably. I got nothing on that one. I was honestly curious what the fuck Chiffon is. I don't know. I'm looking it up. I'm looking it up. I have to know. Well, we know that. (laughs) (laughs) When that came back and my house went full apocalypse on me and I had no running water, electricity, or heat going, which is... Oh, so a normal day in Spooner. Well, that's only like the second time ever. The meth heads didn't attack, so we're doing good. <laughs> it's too cold out for them. They need at least 60 degrees before they come out of their little meth cave or whatever. Ah, chiffon is a type of cake. Oh. Uh, the difference in it being from normal, like, traditional cakes is it uses vegetable oil instead of a butter or shortening. Uh, so it's got a you know eggs, sugar, flour, baking powder, and then whatever flavors. So it's going to lend a different texture. Huh. I did, did not know that one. I yeah. don't do much of confectionery. Yeah, me either. But now we know. The more you know. Where's our graphic? Carlos, get on that. Um. Yeah, definitely. If you're listening to this on the podcast, I edited in a graphic there. But you, you can't see it, though. But it's there. Good job. Yeah, thank I, you. I, I disagree. That was a terrible job. I don't appreciate it, even a little bit. All right, uh, what else giving that to, Gordon? It's not bad for spending 10 minutes on it. Yeah, that's really about, about it. All um, right. And that just working through the quarantine. Uh, Gordon, we have, a, we have a question in the chat um, yep. from Yo uh, Pierre One. Are you the type of guy who yells at his microwave? Not, oh. not the <laughs> Has this guy met you? <laughs> <laughs> Who are I you, kind stranger? <laughs> I don't no, really but uh, here. <laughs> I, I, I was, uh, I was slightly confused the other day. Weird. I was just slightly hungover on Thursday and was yelling at whoever broke into my house and stole my shower. And then I realized I was still standing in my kitchen and not the bathroom. I mean, there's that. <laughs> Jesus mm. Christ. I mean, in fairness, the couple times I've, well, the one time I've been up to Spooner to your place, you don't do well hungover in the mornings, especially when it involves bathrooms. No. <laughs> that, that was a hell of a morning to be laying in your fucking living room listening to that. Gordon throwing up in the shower. Jesus <laughs> Christ. <laughs> Oh, All right, Justin. You can do that in the shower and still get it over the bathroom. Hi, Justin, what have you been up to, man? Um, I mean, prepping a bunch of stuff for the uh, the Rules Arena stuff coming up here. That's kind of been the last week for the next show on that. Um, otherwise, I guess the big thing is I finally, after many years, bit the bullet and uh, kicked out and bought a decent uh, mountain bike so I could actually start trail riding again. Oh, nice. Very cool. So that was, you know, got a really nice deal on it. Actually, I was pretty happy about it. Um, something I wouldn't have normally pulled the trigger on, but for whatever reason, the one bike they had in my size of the one I was looking for, they're like, oh, hey, it's like 250 bucks off. I was like, yeah, that one. I would like that bicycle, please. Now I uh, just have to wait. I've gone for a couple spins, like, you know, a couple miles here and there just around the area, but I'm waiting to get uh, the old 
pants with the pads in. Oh, so you need those, go. man. It's such a crazy thing. I started looking at like different forums to be like, hey, do you ride with them or without them? And a lot of people are like, well, you don't think about where that pad sits and you're sweating a lot and then you're just kind of hanging out in it. Because the other people are like, ah, oh, you just got to toughen it up. And I'm like, you're going you're gonna to do what? Not an yeah. area that I decided to be tough. Yeah, no, no. That like, <laughs> uh, pe- people who ride without padded bike shorts baffle me. Like, especially if you're doing any kind of distance or any kind of terrain, like, it's no. Like, I can go, like, lock up my suspension and go, you know, a couple miles around just, like, the sidewalks and, like, bike trails. Not bike trails necessarily. Like, it's all paved. Mm -hmm. And that's fine. Like, it's not a big deal. But if I'm going, like, you know, busting over routes and stuff like that and, like, like rough terrain, no, absolutely not. You don't want, as we call it, hurdy taint. (laughs) (laughs) <laughs> bad good god yeah that's, that's right. about the excitement for my fucking week you know all right Please, um, you know yeah let's see uh well so this kind of work backwards uh today um i i got a new board game uh called the lost expedition where basically you're you're working or you're trying to find like the lost city of el dorado uh, going through the jungle, um, and it's a solo game that I played for two hours today before I finally got one one victory, and it was a sad, sad victory. Uh, so it's very difficult, but kind of fun, but also I was playing a board game by myself for two hours, so read into that what you will. Um, and then uh, besides that, uh, I've been playing the the piratey game with uh, with Carlos and Pete. Uh, you know, voyaging on the high seas, which has been a blast. Watched a bunch of Star Wars this week because it was May fourth, and the fourth, uh, the fourth was with me. Uh, and then uh, it was my birthday last weekend, so Saturday we had a fire and uh, did a little uh, campground thing in the backyard. We pitched our tents and. Uh, made some breakfast the next day over the fire and made some stew that night, and the stew was awesome. Uh, mm-hmm. Yeah, the stew was fantastic. We ordered some Domino's at one point, and it disappeared faster than I ever thought Domino's could. Um, and yeah, I it was, lost a pizza pizza, and I found a pizza pizza. Oh, Matt went on a fucking journey that night. <laughs> <laughs> uh, yeah, and then that's that's kind of been it, just kind of doing the quarantine thing. Um been drinking beers and hanging out. It seems like I've been playing like a lot of Dungeons and Dragons uh, with the Hop and Barrel Good Guy Buddies crew and then Lothos and just kind of all over the place. Seems like something's going on pretty much every night, which is good and bad, I guess. I don't know. Just been feeling busy, uh, but also getting nothing done. I'm very excited for Rules of the Arena tonight. Uh, for those of you who don't know, uh, right after this show, if you're listening live, uh, we're going straight into Rules of the Arena, and Justin has prepared a bunch of cocktails for us to, to attempt to make, and I'm really excited to see how badly we fail at that. So that'll be fun. <laughs> and it will, yeah. You got my orange. Hey, you got your orange. All right. Mine's in the fridge yet. It's the wrong kind of orange, man. What? Was, uh, There's different kinds of oranges? <laughs> I just oh. got the orange one. <laughs> Ask Ben. There's voodoo cherry liqueur out there. <laughs> <laughs> Just ask Gordon. They don't make Tang. <clears throat> no, I asked if they still make it. I because I I, I could know. only find the liquid Tang. 
I mean, it'll work either way. Yep. Um, that's what I was going to say, depending on what we have. I was like, do I just put the powder in here and shake it or what do we do? <laughs> yeah. We, yeah. So I gave, I gave, I gave like, we shot some liquid tang into a glass for Matt and I gave him a little pipette so he can dribble, drabble it. <laughs> <laughs> Same thing with the, uh, with the orange bitters. Oh boy. Dude, going on, well, I'll show that on ROA, but I'm going to share it here too. Like going on an adventure to try to find the orange bitters. That was, that they was a thing. They actually have some at uh, Family Fresh. I couldn't find I couldn't find their cocktail stuff. Where's their cocktail stuff at Family Fresh? Uh, you know the big cooler of beer on the left side with all the, all the bottles, single bottles and stuff. Oh, in the in the liquor store area. Yeah, the liquor store area. Then it's oh, like okay. right on the other side of that. I never go into that area. Like it used like all their uh, cocktail stuff used to just be like on the shelf next to like the energy drinks and stuff. Mm-hmm. But you can't put bitters there because there's alcohol in it. But they had them there before. Yeah, they, they changed it, I think. Because um, oh, okay. that was always funny where they'd have it in the grocery store and then you get ID'd by, like, the cash register. And you're like, what are you? Oh, that's right. This is, like, 50% alcohol. <laughs> right. Well, I was... Let's go to Divine's. I thought they had... They don't have it there. They don't have orange really? bitters yeah. there. They have regular bitters. The, the Angus store. They don't have Angus a lot of store, stuff there. Yeah. 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 Uh, yeah we got it. it. We'll, we'll make good drinks. It'll be fun. It'll be a blast. All right. Uh, so that brings us to our new segment, what do you guys drink? What is what has been your best uh, drink this past week in quarantine, uh, Carlos? We're going to start with you. What has been your favorite beverage uh, in quarantine this week? Oh man, uh, I'd have to say mojito again. Like had a couple of mojitos yesterday, and they were definitely great. Especially having a nice rum drink while you're playing a pirate game's pretty great. <laughs> yeah, that was that was that was a lot of fun, Matt. Uh, I guess I've had a lot of margaritas because of Cinco de Mayo and your birthday. Dude, uh, your margarita recipe has apparently blown up. Like, oh, it's geez. it's the thing. Because uh, Kelsey texted me today. She's like, I've been making that one. My parents are making that one. And they're sending it to people to have them make that one. <laughs> <laughs> Shit, I'm the wrong guy to leave the next show. I'll have to I'll have to tell Anne that because she's the one that made it up. Okay. Yeah, well and it's it's super unique. Like so my parents tried to recreate it and they couldn't figure out what they were missing. And I was like, Well he put lemonade in it. They're like, No he didn't. No he didn't. I was like, I was helping him make them. Like (laughs) Yeah, so that was that was the one thing they couldn't believe was in there was the lemonade. They they basically just added a bunch of orange juice into it and they're like, It didn't taste the same. No, yeah. Mm All right, uh, Pete. What's been your uh, your quarantine beverage this week? I uh, can't hear you, Pete. Uh, let me turn my mic on here. Hold on, real quick. <laughs> um, I've been laughing and, and reacting and stuff for the past like ten minutes. So. <laughs> you really should be on really the air, out, guys. laughing and reacting. Come on. I know. I keep hitting it because I go <clears throat> every once in a while. You know. What, 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 Pete, we so lost anyways, you again. <laughs> anyways, the margarita was really good. That was probably the best drink that I've had, like singular. Uh, otherwise, I've been doing Monster and whiskey because I usually drink Monster and I usually have whiskey. Otherwise, just straight whiskey. So why not mix uh, them all? Or what? Whiskey well, Monsters yeah, are actually super good. Yeah, I know. Yeah, that's what I'm doing. I'm just out of whiskey. Yeah, what, what, what flavor of Monster? The uh, This one. Okay. I always zero. go with the the original, like the sugar free original. Yeah, because yeah. that's what juniors always used to carry instead of Red Bull. They get Monster, and Corey turned me on to it, and then oh, it's I good. just kind of stuck with it. It's my jams. Yeah, Red Bulls are pretty good too. I had a couple Rush River ones. They did the the Shandy. They did um, 
uh, Aronia berry and and blackberry one, and then a cranberry raspberry one. They're both really good. Oh, nice. All right. That's it. Gordon, what is in your uh, your quarantine drink this week? The best I one. I was pleasantly surprised, and um, I found a, a beer in the back of my fridge that was a 2011 Hell's Keep by Squatters out in Utah. It's a Belgian Golden Strong Ale. Oh. And just under 8%, but for being damn near 10 years old, it was still carbonated, no, no cardboard flavor to it, and it was really fucking tasty. Have you been awesome. sitting on it that long? No, no. I picked it up a few weeks ago at a at a liquor store down in Cumberland. Jesus, did they even know it was that old? Probably not. <laughs> I think the sticker on it was like five bucks. Oh, that'd work. Yeah, yeah. Uh, Justin, what has your been uh, your uh, your quarantine beverage this week? Uh, I've been balancing around a little bit. I uh, my last liquor store run beyond just getting ingredients and stuff for this coming stuff. I uh, decided I wanted to drink more dark beer. I'd been drinking just a lot of domestics and, you know, occasional little like hazy IPA stuff like that. And I wish I'd saved the bottle because I was going to save it for this reason. Uh, but I picked up a 2019 uh, Deschutes Abyss Reserve, Ooh. their port barrel aged one. So they did it with uh, molasses, licorice, cherry bark, and whole vanilla beans, and they aged it in port barrels. Uh, I think it was like 11%. That might be the best stout I've drank in like the last three years. Like, good oh, wow. God. Um, otherwise, I've got, oh, I don't know who made it. It's another Deschutes one. I can't remember what it is. It's sitting in my fridge right now. That's for uh, later tonight. But otherwise, you know, there's there's still no claws when you're drinking claws, man. <laughs> Damn right. Uh, let's see. Uh, I guess uh, this past week, my, my drink of choice, I... Picked up a bottle of uh, Green Spot for my birthday. Uh, and, oh, that was good. Yep. Yeah, that was good. Mm. And have been uh, like nursing mm. the last quarter of that bottle this week. Uh, just it's down on its last legs. I stared at that when I was in the liquor store yesterday. I just looked at it like, oh, you. <laughs> Damn it. Yeah. Uh, for those of you who don't know, Green Spot is a delicious, delicious Irish whiskey. Uh, and if you haven't had it, treat yourself. And get some. If you're feeling a little more spendy too, get its big brother, the yellow spot. Oh, the yellow spot. They're a little, they're a little different, but you won't you won't hate it. No, no, not at all. Uh, That's yeah. the company I'm going to go work for when the bars eventually fall. <laughs> <laughs> Just going to go work for them. Fuck it. Go work for the <laughs> go work for the spot. Yeah, you know, I hear it's the spot. All right. Um, well, guys, I have I have a little bit of a treat for us tonight. Um, I'm pretty sure you guys are going to be pretty excited about this. And now the Department of Offense presents News with Casey. That's me. That's right. I was able to find news that wasn't fucking depressing this week. Oh, wow. I'm so excited. A woman from Cockermouth is among 100 people who have signed up to take part in the Dorset Knob Eating Contest this weekend. Rosie, who lives in the Cumbrian uh, town, will compete to devour as many knobs as possible in one minute during the contest, which takes place over Facebook Live on Sunday. Uh, The contest is part of the Dorset Knob Festival, which is organized by Dorset Tea, and will now take place online after the coronavirus pandemic made a physical event impossible. A Dorset Knob is a dry, savory biscuit 
made of bread dough. When I read that sentence, I was very sad. I thought this. <laughs> I, mean, I, I was wondering why uh, why a tea company would be uh, sponsoring a, a knob. <laughs> oh, that's. Oh damn it! That would have been like a different kind of world record. Like, <laughs> do, they, do they have a kind of see like how many uh, how many knobs of them they could put in their mouth at once? Uh, I mean, I don't think so. I think this is just uh, as many knobs as you just can the, eat. Just in a one minute. knob at a time. Yeah, one one knob at a time. I mean, like you know, there's, there's, choke. I mean, there, there ends up yeah. being like some angle issues, like with multiple knobs at once. Like, it's just a problem. Well, it's all about the cheek capacity, man. You know. <laughs> so, so I guess uh, so. The other knobs are just uh, held like uh, kept with her hands, kept busy with her hand. Then, right? I think so. Yeah, yeah. Like, right. you, you have I to hold the knobs in your hands for hands. a minute. Uh, yeah, uh, a spokesman uh, for Dorset Tea said, helping to keep the spirit of the world-famous Dorset Knob Throwing Festival alive, this uh, weekend's competition will see contestants cramming Dorset Knobs into their mouths while, drink, uh, while drinking Dorset Tea. We aim to offer some light relief for another bank holiday in lockdown, while also raising funds for a vital local charity. Uh, also, on Saturday, American Sports returned to ESPN with an unlikely hero, the American Cornhole League, or the ACL. Yeah. Oh, that's right. I've been seeing that pop up everywhere. <laughs> <laughs> so while live sports have made, uh, made a comeback earlier this week with South Korean baseball, the ACL's pro-invitational qualifier, uh, ACL Cornhole Mania 2020, uh, began, began broadcasting the live event at noon Eastern. Uh, the doubles competition began broadcasting at noon, and the singles competition uh, aired at 6 p.m. on ESPN2. Uh, the were, oh, were there any uh, knobs at this cornhole? Uh, no, there there were no. no I mean, I'm sure there were probably Lots some knobs. cornholes don't mix, man. I'm just saying at the cornhole, but yeah, no, it wasn't. My cork. We weren't we weren't talking about the knobs anymore, Carlos. We moved on past the knobs. We're just talking about some just some family Cornhole. friendly cornholing. Yeah, yeah. Friendly neighborhood cornholing. <laughs> All right. Cornhole turn into a full contact sport. That's, well, that can be dangerous. Well, it can't turn into a full contact sport because then it'll be canceled again. Right now, if you guys are starved for some sports, you got cornhole right now. They're uh, they're starting up some NASCAR again soon. Like you got some sports coming. All right. I mean, they even had the Derby this year, but they used turtles. It was great. Yeah. I would watch the Derby more if they just kept using turtles. It's riveting it's stuff. And if they could have But a on little... the Churchill Downs track, like full size. <laughs> With little capuchin <laughs> monkeys riding the turtles. <laughs> How adorable oh, would that be? Yeah, that's fucking cute. Yeah, I know. I'm sure the monkeys wouldn't go crazy being stuck to a turtle for who knows how long. They're not glued to the turtle. How else are you going to keep them on there, Casey? You train the monkey. <laughs> to live on the turtle for the next Does couple days? Does it live on the turtle? It wouldn't take them a couple days to go around the track. It might take them a day. That that shell is going to be covered in monkey pee and uh, well, You put diapers on the monkeys, fool. Have you not followed the adorable monkey on the TikTok? You got to follow that no. TikTok monkey. No, I only know about monkeys in movies, and they normally don't wear diapers. Well, then you're watching the wrong monkey movies. No, you can always trust Hollywood. Yep. Yeah, I know. Just ask Gordon. He'll text you about tape. 
What about that monkey that was on that little motorcycle that went up and like took the little girl in India? That's a pretty crazy video. Oh, I don't think I saw that video. Where was that video? Yeah, I don't know. I just saw it. Jody showed us. That's it. Jody showed us. I don't remember this. Good old Jody. Good old Jody. All right. A bull with an itchy bottom knocked out a transform or knocked a transformer <laughs> off an electricity pole as he tried to scratch his backside and cut power to eight hundred homes. Uh, four-year-old. Is that what happened? <laughs> four-year-old Ron managed to avoid the boxes that landed in his field and escaped an 11,000-volt shock from the tumbling cables. Uh, but it left homes in three nearby villages in South Lancashire uh, without electricity. Owner Hazel uh, Lawton told BBC Scotland she was amazed that Ron had survived. It is thought that Ron, a limousine bull, uh, brought the transformer down sometime between uh, 10 and 11. On Thursday night, uh, Miss Lawton, who owns the farm with her husband Greg, said power was not restored to the local area until about 4 a.m. on Friday morning. The agricultural consultant said we got up around 6 and saw a big generator sitting at the bottom of our road, all linked up to the poles. We thought that was a bit strange. We went up to feed our cows, and it was my husband that noticed the transformer box had been knocked off the pole. We put two and two together and realized our bowl had been scratching against the telephone pole, and he had knocked the box off the pole. All the wires were down in the field as well. So you know this uh, this bull. You know if you got if you if you got yourself a scratchy ass bull, don't do it against something that can kill you. Just a bad plan. Get your bulls a scratching post. Like I mean, you'll get your kit. You get your cat's one. Why don't you get your bull one? Have to be bigger, I think. All right, uh, and that is what we have for news today. Yeah, enough of that bullshit. Because we just had a story about bulls. You, you get it? Yeah. Ah, out. <laughs> you know, Carlos, sometimes... He used to go upstairs and shut off his bedroom light. You can start talking about the knobs and cornholes again. <laughs> <laughs> All right. Uh, so we have a discussion topic for today, and this discussion topic I feel like is going to uh, take, take a minute. So, Carlos, we're going to start with you. Uh, so, Carlos, you wake up on a fishing boat in the middle of the Mediterranean Sea with no memory of the last two years. How did you get there? So I thought about this uh, a little bit, and I think I was pulled into the secret magical world, very similar to Harry Potter, but legally distinct. And uh, so I start, I started having adventures. Like there's the, the good wizards, the bad wizards, I guess the regular wizards. And like apparently I have some sort of magical ability – that was helpful for them at some point in time. Not entirely sure. Amnesia. Don't remember the entire thing. Uh, but ultimately, I, like they just got both. Like they got fed up with me on the light side, and on the uh, d- the dark wizards also got fed up with me. And they came to an agreement that they would just wipe my memory and just dump me somewhere. And uh, yeah, that's how I ended up with missing two years. So aunt, So you you were a wizard, but a legally distinct wizard. I think technically I qualified more as a magical creature because I didn't I didn't have the full wizard stuff, but I was uh, they're just impressed with my ability to eat buffalo wings. And they thought that might be a magical gift. And it turns out it's a little bit magical, but it also isn't very effective in battle. Yeah. No. I, wait, hang on. How are you trying to use eating buffalo wings in battle? Well, also like sauce eat, in the fingers. Well, Casey, like in my muggle life, I don't get an option to eat like magical artifacts, but 
and I'm sure in this magic when I was doing the in the magical battles, <laughs> I'd like the evil magical object eat the magical object. It's gone. So, you were basically Kirby. Yeah, I was, and I was just digesting all those magical objects. All right. Uh, it turns out it wasn't very helpful. So, Justin, <laughs> as his CIA handler, how did he actually get there? All right. So this is this is a long one. I'm gonna I'm gonna sh- keep it as nutshell as I can. So, uh, if you guys recall, Carlos has a habit of making moldy tires. One time. One. Yeah. It only takes Times one three. time, Carlos. Three, only but... takes one time. So he goes. He goes to the local, you know, shop there, thinking, you know, oh, I'm going to take these moldy tires in. Doesn't knock. Walks in on a mob deal. Well, shit. And uh, they, you know, look at Carlos, and he looks at them, and they, they bum rushed him, knocked him out, and then spent the next two years drugging him and using him to, you know, do drops. And you know, I wouldn't, you know, no hitman stuff. He was basically just a drug mule. Was he eating the drops? Was that a problem that he had? I mean, I imagine. It was the weirdest thing, you know. It was like a bag of drugs covered in buffalo sauce. What did they think? <laughs> well, they have to throw the dogs off somehow. It's fair, you know. No, after the buffalo wings, nobody's checking you. <laughs> what do you think they pulled me off your fucking case? <laughs> All right, Jesus so, Christ! And so they just ended up. Why did? How did I end up like uh, in the Mediterranean? Well, like, you got the last part right. Both sides got sick of you and dumped you in a boat. <laughs> all right, yeah. That's right. <laughs> all right, uh, Matt, how did you end up on a fishing boat in the middle of the Mediterranean with no memory of the last two years? Well, I have no memory of it, but from what I remember, I think I remember anyway, I, I was released from the Matrix and lived two years, and then the machines got, got me and uh, sent me back into the Matrix. They thought I forgot, but I have not forgotten. Uh, okay, okay. Um, Gordon, how did he actually get there? Well, we went to Burning Man and I lost tra- track of him. And- <laughs> <laughs> yes. He hooked up with some with some international travelers and went on a two-year bender. That sounds amazing. Recreational. That sounds great. <laughs> recreational. Up. That were legal in whatever province that he was currently in. <laughs> <laughs> and we, he, we finally got him to turn his cell phone back on we tracked his gps on. <laughs> sign me up <laughs> oh geez oh no <laughs> all right well gordon i mean i like unfortunately you also woke up on a fishing boat in the middle of the mediterranean with no memory of the last two years how the hell did you do that I was sent on assignment uh, to as a missions trip for our Lord and Savior Sherman Williams, and <laughs> that took a turn. That took a turn. Cover the earth. <laughs> were you trying to find like the right paint color? What? Yep, we're, we're on a quest to find find inspiration for new names of colors. <laughs> what was the best color that you found, Gordon? Uh, and this is actually a real color name, Indian Tears. So you didn't discover it though; like it, it already existed. You, you just found it. Jesus fucking Christ! You I didn't have to leave America to find that one. <laughs> well, you what know, the, we heard rumors though. that the Brits were in that area. At Jesus one point. has left the chat. 
<laughs> he just God. like slowly sides out. Like. <laughs> On that note. Wow. Okay. So, uh, all right. So, all right. So, so you went to find these colors, but how did you end up in the ocean? Uh, well, we were on a sales call and, uh, one to another, there's some, some beer and some liquor. Then I blacked out, woke up on the boat, you know, tossed my cookies over the side. That that makes sense. That this all tracks, including the the racist Why would you throw away your cookies? That might be your only food. (laughs) So wait, do they, do they still sell that color, Gordon? Like in all seriousness? Uh, yep. I'm actually sending you a link right now. What, how is how is the you gonna repaint the studio, Casey? No, I'm like <laughs> I'm I'm trying to figure out how how just how. Yeah, they can't be the Redskins anymore, you know. Like, well, they changed the name now. What is it now? The Washington Indian Tears. Like, great. <laughs> well, as in Trail Love? I don't. <laughs> oh, it's terrifying. Oh, Jesus Christ! All right, well. Sherman Williams, I, I'm I'm sorry, oh, no, but it's it's no. not our color. Whose color is it? Benjamin Moore. Mm. Damn it, mm. Ben! I always knew that you and your ducks were too good to be true. It just looks like light blue, <laughs> like that's. Well, Carlos, what what color are tears? Kind of clear. Know. Oh yeah, I don't I don't I don't know. All right, uh, so Matt, how did how did Gordon actually end up in the middle of the ocean? Well, he, he did have some parts of his story correct, but uh, basically it was his normal day of working, blah blah blah. Something clicked. Uh, his college days actually came back to him. What seemed to be uh, after work beer turned into two years of debauchery, uh, minus the alcohol debauchery of the hangover, the stuff like that, but more like the drunken stupor of Ron Jeremy or Gargalos, you know. Oh uh, yeah, yep. He ended up agreeing to spend his entire life savings and all of it, and sell all of his bloggings on a shitty fishing boat with a broken motor, lost drifting on the Mediterranean. <laughs> you should write books, man. That was beautiful. I'd watch that movie. Uh, no, copyright, copyright it now. <laughs> Put the whole thing over Zoom. Bumming around like Ron Jeremy, trying to buy a fishing boat and fucking. <laughs> oh Jesus. All right, hey Pete. How'd you uh, how'd you up in the middle of the fucking ocean, bud? Oh, I was on my uh, uh, hot air balloon trip that I take. <laughs> like just an annual thing <laughs> every <laughs> two years. <laughs> wow, and, when did when did uh, you? Well, okay. My my igniter went out, and I saw a boat. I landed on a boat down there, and I've been floating there ever since. I have so many questions. How did um, you lose your memory? Um, Probably with the crashing of the hunter. I, I was in the uh, Bermuda Triangle, I think. Oh, man! I, I, I again, so many questions. One: What's the name of your hot air balloon? Uh, shit! I don't. I didn't even think. Hang on. <laughs> Hang on here. You've asked me other questions. All right. Uh, okay. So how? So you you were you were floating in the Bermuda Triangle and ended up in the Mediterranean Sea. <laughs> Was it aliens, bud? Uh, I mean, it explains why two years know. are missing. 
And Casey, it's a Bermuda Triangle. It can do all sorts of shit. I know. I'm just. I'm very conf- Like, just very <laughs> curious. Oh, and how yeah. is uh, how is Amelia Earhart? Uh, she she did. She's gone. She never wanted to come back. Apparently, you have the choice to come back, and she's like, whatever. I'm not not coming back. No. Right. So. So uh, so so she, so she didn't disappear in the the Bermuda Triangle. She just somehow ended up there, anyways. I don't know. Okay, I wasn't prepared for all these fucking questions. <laughs> all right. Well, it makes a lot of sense though that your story doesn't match up because that's not what happened. What what actually did happen, Carlos? What happened? Well, it's just one day Pete's buzzing pretty well, playing some uh, frisbee golf, and as he throws his frisbee, it gets. Gets a little wind and gets ends up in the woods, so he has to go after it, right? And he goes in the woods, and I shit you not, there's a fucking leprechaun there. <laughs> little little magical guy wearing all green, has a weird hat, has red hair, and like he's just like he just he's, he's the, the leprechaun zipping up right now because he just got done peeing. And as oh. Pete, Pete has about an uh, understanding of leprechaun magic as everybody does, which is a vague understanding that. It, there's something involving rainbows, luxury charms, gold, and gold or whatever. So he's like, right, I think the rules are I grab him and I get the money, right? So he, try, so he, kept, so he starts chasing after this leprechaun. And, uh, well, he's chasing this leprechaun <clears throat> for quite a while. Like, it's months on end. Like, every once in a while, like, he, he'll almost catch him. But then, like, he'll the leprechaun will use some leprechaun magic because I'm sure they have leprechaun magic or whatever. Who knows? That makes sense. And catches that frisbee. And like his, so his frisbee gets away, so he has to go after his frisbee. Now he lost ground, and he has to go after it more. Eventually, two years later in, he finally catches the leprechaun. And it's like, all right, I get some like gold, right? He's like, well, I don't have any gold. And uh, so he's like, well, how about some lucky charm, right? I get that at least. He's like, I don't, I don't, I don't need that shit. So he ends up. He's like, "Well, what, what do you have?" He's like, "Well, I got this uh, this magical green we can smoke." Jesus. And uh, he uh, basically Jamaican. He uh, rides the uh, he rides the rainbow, and uh, when he comes down from that rainbow, he's in the Mediterranean with no memory of the last two years. So a lot like huh. Matt's story. Yeah. <laughs> I imagine what he just said is what Matt saw the whole time. But it actually we were together this whole time. He was thought, just like thought, inches away from me. I thought I was a leprechaun. I thought he was something else. So I wasn't in a hot air balloon that whole time? <laughs> <laughs> Flying high, though. Flying high, though. The name mm. was Pete's, Pete's International is what it was called. Although, by the way, though, that leprechaun uh, turns out the whole time didn't actually have an Irish accent because it was an American leprechaun. Oh, yeah. Ah, like, uh, was what is it? Uh, Sweeney from I'm American Gods. Offended. Yeah. <laughs> well, what? Do you have an Irish accent? I'm not Irish. Well, there you go. I'm a, I'm American. He's yeah. from Ireland. <laughs> yeah, but like maybe he was he grew up here. I don't think you should judge a leprechaun on whether it's accent. I think that's cool. I mean, they're not short. That's a hurtful stereotype. Yeah. Oh, we, we broke Gordon. I don't I don't know what's happening anymore. Uh, Justin, <laughs> how the fuck did you end up in the middle of the Mediterranean? Oh well, from what I've been told, and, and it, it, you know, right back to Ireland we go. Uh, so apparently, I qualified to go compete in this cocktail competition as one does. And uh, the guy next to me at the little booth that was competing called his cocktail the Red Right Hand. And as it turns out, this whole time I've been a sleeper agent for the IRA, and apparently that was the phrase that clicked it back in. <laughs> 
Uh, no idea what happened for the next two years after that, but here I am in the fucking Mediterranean. Well, uh, unfortunately, as your handler at Fredstone, a spinoff of Treadstone, uh, so we are not copyright or treading on any copyright, if you will, um, we actually had an issue where some Hunyuk uh, brought back Hemingway. And... <laughs> and there was, there was an issue where... He wouldn't go away and was causing all kinds of problems. So we activated our our best agent, uh, Justin, um, who turns out actually brought back Hemingway. So we figured he would clean up his own mess. Uh, and eventually, you tr- you tracked him. You tracked him uh, to the southern the southern coast of Italy and got into a duel with him um, on speedboats because that's cool. Uh, and. <laughs> And unfortunately, uh, Hemingway got the drop on you somehow and won, but didn't kill you, and you were fished out by fishermen. Well, Hemingway does have that advantage because he is really good with uh, – he's an old man on the sea. Yep. So, uh, so Agent Justin, uh, Hemingway's still out there, and you need to take care of this. <laughs> See you later. Bye. <laughs> Oh, that played together really nicely. <laughs> <laughs> All right, that uh, is a real fear I have. I understand. Anyway, just being an Irish sleep race. <laughs> 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 All right. Uh, yeah. So I was uh, I was out doing my you know doing my traveling thing. Uh, you know, drinking my way across Europe. Uh, when I went into this weird. Uh, Weird, you know, little dive bar in Italy and started drinking and I'm sure I said some something to somebody that was probably impolite about something. I don't know, probably insulted Mussolini or something. Um, and I ended up getting the shit beat out of me and tossed into the ocean. And I was picked up by a, by a, by a boat. But Pete, what, what really happened? Well, what actually happened was Casey was playing Sea of Thieves with a couple of his friends and really, really wanted a margarita. And (laughs) when he was on his way to make a margarita, some leprechaun showed up and offered him a bunch of acid. Okay. I like this leprechaun. So Casey's like, well, okay, I'll take all of it then. (laughs) And Casey started losing his mind in his living room. We were playing Sea of Thieves. He was cutting in and out. We don't know what was really going on. Why are you just saying tiki 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 tiki? Okay, he's just being a weirdo. And somehow he arranged transport to the coast and was paying somebody to take him on a boat to some tiki bar in Gibraltar that he had been to one time that had just really good margaritas. So that's what really happened. So is a sailboat going around, going across. On my way to fucking Gibraltar. All right. (laughs) So basically, you turn into Sean from SLC Punk. Is what happened. All right. Well, now acid through the leg. Well, I'm I'm glad that we all know now how we actually ended up in the ocean, uh, or I guess the sea. It's, uh, yeah, it's I guess a leprechaun did it for two of us. You know, leprechauns. I mean, that's that's really. 
Uh, guys, I, I would like to get serious here for a second. Um, out in your oh, lives. Oh wait, I'll, I'll put on my mask quick. Yep. Yeah. Go. Go ahead. Um, in in all seriousness, like while we're dealing with this COVID crisis, um, and going about our lives, trying to be um, as normal as possible while we're trying to deal with all of this, never trust a fucking leprechaun. <laughs> Just saying, like, <laughs> bad things are going to happen. Don't do it. Like, all they want is mischief. There's not gold at the end of that rainbow. There is not. Just a lot of whiskey and a hangover. What if I don't have anything else to do? Right? I mean, if you don't have anything else to do, then please go follow the leprechaun. But, but maintain but, a social maintain, distance yeah. at least six feet. Yeah. All right. <laughs> don't think I have anything else on that one. Yeah, no, no, that was the, uh, the moral of the story, I think. Stay away from the leprechauns. This is a lesson that we all learned. All right. Well, guys, uh, thanks for tuning in this week. If you have any questions, comments, show ideas, or what have you, go ahead and shoot us an email at feedback at blindnerstudios.com. You can find us on Facebook at facebook.com slash blindnerstudios. You can follow us on Twitter at blindnerstudios.ninja. And if you're uh, watching live right now, uh, make sure you stick around for a bit. Uh, we'll be doing uh, Rules of the Arena at about 730 tonight, so make sure you check that out. And we'll see you guys next week.